So what is personal coaching? Well, going back to the early forms of transportation, for example, a stagecoach or rail coach, the word coaching literally means to transport someone from one place to another, as simple as that. In today's context, one thing that all forms of coaching seem to have in common is that many people are using it to help them move forward or create change in their life, one way or another. Put very simply, coaching is a conversation, or indeed a series of conversations, that one person has with another. The person who is doing the coaching tends to produce a conversation that will benefit the other person, the coachee, in a way that relates to the coachee's learning and progress. A coaching conversation might happen in many different ways and in many different environments. Coaching has many different forms of expression and within many different areas of human activity. Also, it covers many areas, sport, music, relationships, voice, writing and time management, just to name a few. So, it appears that whatever you might be doing, there is a coach out there to help you do it. The person who decides whether a conversation was a coaching conversation or not is normally the person who is being coached. If someone acknowledges the following to be true after a conversation, then they would probably accept that it was coaching. In other words, the focus of the conversation was primarily themselves and their circumstances. Their thinking, actions and learning benefited significantly from the conversation. They were unlikely to have had those benefits in just thinking about learning within that time frame if the conversation had not happened. So, when we apply these very simple principles, we realize we have been coaching each other forever, for generations, whether it was just over the garden wall, a cup of coffee, or a beer in the local pub. We've talked about what happens in our lives. We share our troubles and our dreams. We listen to each other and we advise each other. Now, this process normally helps. Maybe we realize a solution, make a decision, or perhaps the conversation simply makes us feel better. So, try it yourself. Where are you already coaching? Of the following, which do you do regularly? Give friends or colleagues advice? Listen to other people's problems to help and support them? Explaining to other people how to do something better? Training others in new knowledge or skills? Managing the work of others? Giving other people feedback or observations of the behavior so that they can get better at something? Conduct job appraisals or assessments of people's work performance? Provide counseling for others? And finally, perform personal coaching on a one-to-one -one basis? If you do any one of the above activities, you're already influencing others through some form of coaching. And whether your coaching conversations are planned or not, it will give you support and practical guidance so that these conversations create great results. Where does coaching come from? 
Well, the most recognized forms of coaching came from the sporting world. Having evolved over thousands of years, the figure of a sports coach working alongside top athletes is accepted today without question. However, there may seem to be a contradiction in having someone who cannot do what you do as well as you can do it to help you improve. Roger Federer, the tennis player's coach, cannot play tennis as well as Federer does, and yet he plays a vital role in improving Federer's game. So why does Federer get help from a lesser player? The reason is simple, because coaching has consistently been proven to work. It improves the results an individual is busy creating. A tennis coach needs coaching skills more than they need to be a good tennis player themselves. By applying certain principles of observation and feedback, sports coaches can make the difference between a world champion and an also-ran. Strangely, when someone has all the skills needed to produce a result themselves, they cannot always help someone else to do it. For example, a world-class football player might have real difficulty in coaching someone else up to the same standard. This is simply because the perspectives and skills of a coach are essentially different from those of a football player. If a football player wants to become a great coach, they must begin to focus on developing coaching behaviors and skills. It is not enough to be able to do. You have to be able to coach. Now, the same principle applies in business. Coaches work alongside individuals to help improve the person's performance at work, regardless of whether or not they could do that type of work themselves. What a coach can do is help someone see opportunities for improvement, as well as opening up practical solutions for the way forward. Coaching as an industry. The coaching industry is firmly established and still growing. If you just Google the words life coaching, you will get over 35 million results. Then searching for business coaching and the results increased to over 37 million. Within the business section sector, the Chartered Institute of Personnel and Development, CIPD, found in their 2009 survey, coaching is the most effective talent management activity used by organizations. 57% agree that being a coachee is encouraged by their organization. 55% of respondents said that coaching was part of the organization's management development initiatives. A widespread survey directed at assessing the benefits of coaching delivered the following result over 54 countries worldwide and covering 2,000 participants. Self-esteem, self-confidence, 80%. Communication skills, 72%. Interpersonal skills, 71%. Work performance, 70%. Relationships, 73%. And a work-life balance, finally, 63%. But how does personal coaching happen? A personal coach normally works within arranged coaching sessions. 
The coach will use a blend of observation, talking, listening, questioning, and reflecting back to the individual they are working with. If the situation or circumstances which are suitable, a coach might also use other media to conduct a coaching session, such as are obtained on internet resources or even sometimes email or the telephone. Coaching might consist of two people talking in a room about things the coach he wants to change. This is sometimes called offline coaching. Alternatively, it might be a coach observing someone doing something, for example, talking to customers or colleagues, then discussing that with them. This can be called online coaching, as the action is actually happening. Other coaching conversations might easily happen outside a formal coaching session. For example, a casual discussion around a challenging situation or goal may easily produce a conversation in which the individual receives coaching. So, whether coaching happens in the workplace or outside, the two activities can easily merge into the same thing. It is often impossible to separate work from life anyway. People's lives do not package themselves into neat little bundles. Job, home, money, health and so on. It heads towards containing themes that run through the scenarios like common colored thread. If you are not happy at work, that is likely to show up somewhere else. If you are not feeling healthy or full of energy, then that is likely to be mirrored elsewhere, for example, in your relationships or social life. The coaching relationship. The role of a coach provides the kind of support distinct from any other. A coach will focus solely on individual situations with the kind of attention and commitment that the individual will really experience elsewhere. If you imagine yourself being coached, you will perhaps appreciate why so many people engage the services of a coach. This person, your coach, will listen to you with a curiosity to understand who you are, what you think, and generally how you experience the world. Then your coach will reflect back to you with a kind of objective view that creates real clarity. During conversations, your coach will encourage you to rise to challenges overcome up obstacles and move into action. What is most important during the conversation is that you, your success, happiness and ultimate fulfillment come to fruition. Having worked to establish exactly what you want to achieve from coaching, those goals and objectives become the focus of the conversation. As a consequence, the only agenda happening on your conversation is your agenda which your coach will often guard more closely, perhaps, than you do. When you are ready to quit or no longer care that you want to get that promotion, get better at something, or change your lifestyle, your coach still stays committed to those goals. Now, when things don't go well, your coach will support you. When you experience success, your coach celebrates your achievements. Your coach will also help you to pinpoint exactly what you did that worked so well, so that you can do it again. A coaching relationship is like no other, simply because of its combination of objective detachment 
and commitment to the goals of the individual, you. Little wonder then that so many people are finding that coaching relationships can help them develop and learn in ways that enable them to have all they achieve and what they really want. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.